This is the Inside the Sox podcast, presented by Grandstand Productions, hosted by Rob Anglin, starting in 3, 2, 1. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Inside the Sox podcast, and your host of your now fourth place Boston Red Sox, tied for fourth place with the poverty working. We're climbing up the ladder. As always, we're here with me, my good friend Justin, my good friend Harrison. Dev is not with us today. It is his birthday. He's celebrating his birthday. Happy birthday, Dev. We love you. You'll be back the next episode. And we got a special guest in the building, our good friend Taylor. How are you doing, bro? Bro, if I was any fucking better – oh, sorry. Uh, (laughs) If I was any better at being against the law, thank you so much for the invite, man. It's so – it's an honor to see you guys again. You guys are great. Fucking up. I'm sorry. You're great people. Uh, I know it's, uh, I, I keep forgetting if this is a PG or an R rated podcast. We dropped, we dropped a couple F bombs. We'll let us slide. We let us slide. I'm Don't so worry. sorry. I, uh, you are but chilling, it's, dude. It's, Don't worry. It's so good to see you guys, man. Truly. It's an honor to be here. Thank you so much, man. You guys got great content. Uh, so positive. Mm-hmm on our socks thank you for having me man thank you for coming on as always we love to have you on you're always no welcome on anything that we do obviously mm-hmm. and you're always optimistic on twitter and there's no better person to hop on the optimistic broadcast than the man of optimism himself and we got a lot to talk about with this boston red sox team coming off an amazing series against the cleveland guardians winning the series winning two out of three and i'm gonna be honest this was the alex verdugo series he has been amazing this season and he continues to be great and i'm just gonna hear you guys' thoughts on this series i got to watch a couple of the games i got to watch a couple of the games oh justin got his hand up we're gonna see what justin wants to say real quick before we get into that justin roll it he's trying to be doogie dropping (laughs) f-bombs for those who don't know about the walk-off he's he's like Please be, I'm, please so, be I, I'm, I'm sorry, Justin. My, I fucking apo- I'm, I'm, I'm my apologies. I mean, <laughs> Already vibing. We love it. Let's talk. I'm, so, so, I'm, so, I'm so sorry, man. You it's, are. It's my, good. it's my favorite word, dude. I, I can use it as an adjective, a noun, a pronoun. I, uh, I'm a retired cop. I'm a <laughs> sailor from the Navy. So I'm so sorry. My apologies to your your uh, your uh, your listeners and your followers. Uh, I'll try to keep it PG. So, Justin, I'm so sorry, sir. Uh, Rob, Harrison, you are so good. Sorry. Don't worry. If anybody, uh, a lot you of people who come here from right. everybody who comes here is from either my TikTok, Harrison's TikTok, or our Twitter, Grandstand Productions. Um, you guys see a lot of times on my TikTok. I swear. So don't worry. You're not alone. Everybody who comes here from my TikTok are already used to my potty mouth. But I'm going to listen to everybody's thoughts on this series against the Guardians. We're going to start with you, Taylor, and we're going to go around the table. Let's hear your thoughts on this amazing series against the Cleveland Guardians. All right. So I, my, my first take is that uh, – so I think anybody that follows me on Twitter, uh, and that's my only social media platform, and it's only been over the last several months since I kind of semi-retired from corporate life, is that I'm the king of Red Sox optimism. I just am. I love the team. I love the franchise. I love the city of Boston. I love the county of Boston. I love everything about that area. But don't take it for a lack of baseball acumen. Don't take it for a lack of realism. So this team is what it is. I think it's an 86 to 88 win team. They can get us a playoff berth on a wild card. 
I don't think we're going to win the division, but I've never given a shit about that. I just don't care. I mean, it's awesome because it, you know, gives you an automatic, you know, uh, seat in the playoffs. But this team has moxie. They, this team has fight. This team has uh, yet to be defined because we've had some weird injuries up to this point. Uh, Whitlock just went down uh, with a weird uh, – I, I can't even uh, – all like their the, – Yeah, it's like something it's, with the nervous system. So basically – Yeah, it's, it's, it's a nerve in the starts. arm. It's something so similar I, that happened to um, Jeffrey Spring of the race, but it's not on a high as a high leverage, so it could be manageable for him to come back. So correct. it's good. So, yeah. So I became yeah. an elbow expert in about fifteen minutes on Google Scholar, and was just looking at you know what's going on with him. And then you had uh, several. You got obviously Trevor Story. We don't know when he's coming back. You had him. Adam Duvall had a freak. Fucking, I'm sorry, freak accident uh, with. Uh... <laughs> sorry, sorry, oh. sorry. You, you, you go, a, you go, you go, Mr. Taylor. You, you had a freak accident with Duval. So this team was one or two injuries away from being a catastrophe and one or two healthy players away from being playoff contention. So where does that leave us? I think it leaves us exactly where we are and where we were and where we're going to be. I think this team will continue to be an about 500 team plus four to six games, which gives us that 88 range. I don't, and what I hate is the absolute negativity on the Twitter platform just absolutely demolishing Heimblum, Alex Cora, BOH, John Henry, and whatever. And here's the thing. Do I think for $200 million, it's the team that we want? It's subjective. Is it the team I'll go to war with? The answer is a fucking 100%. I'm sorry, 100% yes. And I, my point of contention has always been – to these people on uh, the platform is that, oh, the team's this, the team's that, we don't have this, we don't have that. And I was like, all right, you mother people. <laughs> you could say it, uh, let it out, let it out. Let, I was like, all right, out, li- I was like, all right, listen, you motherfuckers. So there are 30 teams, 40 man staffs, that's 1,200 humans that can play high level baseball at any moment depending on the call-up. So I've worked with some high-level people in different areas, and I've worked with some regular people at the same areas. If you've got somebody that can perform at a major league level, because the, I, 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 this has always stuck with me, is that I can't remember who the player was. And their, uh, the question to the player was, what is the difference between AA and, and, and major leagues? And their response was defense. So you think about the difference between defense at double-A, triple-A in the major leagues. It's remarkably different. But hitting and pitching is only off by a, a fraction. So if you have these fucking, I'm sorry, you have these people that come up from double-A to triple-A to the majors, like Valdez. Valdez looks like Soto 
1.5 because he's not as tall as Soto. <laughs> but he sucks defensively, even though the last two games he looked great at second base. But he's got pop, right? So if you can just hold the line to when you get if we can if we can be five hundred to the all star break and you get Trevor Story back, which is the earliest we'll get him back, but I think we will, I really do, based upon uh some uh readings I've been doing off Twitter. You get Duval back. Paxton's coming back. He had a great game gate uh today at Wooster. About damn time. Which we needed. Bayo looked fucking better. Sorry, Bayo looked better. Dude, just uh, let whoever's yeah, just doing let the who, who's ever doing the fucking editing for this, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it is okay. Justin's hey, doing just, the yeah, editing and he's gonna let it fly. My, my man. But, I, I, but I will I will say this, gentlemen. This team is don't sleep on them. They're not they're not the best, but they're not the worst. But they're one of thirty. And even though I even though I've been watching uh multiple pundits uh in Boston media talk about, well, we're the Boston Red Sox, we need to do this, I get it. I fucking get it. But you can throw all the money in the world out to a team and you're the San Diego Padres. And the San Diego Padres are going to finish third in their division. And they're $150 million over the salary cap or the, uh, the, uh, the, I'm sorry, the uh, luxury tax or whatever. Yes, sir. So the Sox have moxie. They're a bunch of morons like me. And morons have a gift of stupidity. And when you have a gift of stupidity like I do, we just don't fucking care what you have to think. We're going to fight you, and we're going to win, and we're going to continue to want to win. And I don't care if you're spending $25 million a year on one player or $25 million for the starting nine. They need to win because you're a professional. And I think this team has the ability to do really well but my expectations are realistic even though i'm the guy that was fire up the fucking duck boats let's fucking go yeah man i want all you motherfuckers to experience experience a world series game like i have and i want all of you on my duck boat in november because i'm gonna i'm coming to get all of you on the duck boat I told my wife, I said, I don't care how much it costs. We're all on a duck boat. Um, but do I think this team has the ability to do it? I do. I just, I do. But the fan base has to be patient. This is a 162-game fight, and Florida just scored a goal. It's 4-3. to three. And I think I'm not fucking they, happy. I hate my life. I really do. Why is it? Why do they, we? We have the best record in hockey, and they do this. You suck, Brad Marchand. You piece of garbage. Sorry, I'm getting upset now. Oh my god, that makes me so sad. They had they had a three one lead. How do you blow a three one lead, dude? Oh my. Let's let's focus on baseball. Let's focus on baseball. Let's, let's focus on baseball. That's, that's that's the most important thing. <sighs> Gen- gentlemen, I'm. 
I can't believe I just witnessed that. I, I am heartbroken, dude. Every time. They do it every time. They do this. We thought this was going to be the year. They had 65 wins. Team was a unit. What happens? They go in the 3-1. What happened? So, all right. So, let, let's look. So, all right. <laughs> Fuck me. Jesus Christ, that sucked. So let, let let's do this. Turning off my TV, so, I'm not, I can't look. So where do we find positivity in this? Positivity. All right. So the bees fucking killed it all year long and lost in seven in the first round. So what does that what does that teach us? As an instructor, I'm a police instructor. So what what I what what would I teach my cadets? I said, all right, you fucking suck. But you got to figure it out. You got to figure it out. And how do you figure it out? And you take that mentality to the Red Sox because you have 162 games. The Red Sox are fighting 162 individual battles every day where you got to be better than your opponent. Some days you're going to win. Some days you're going to lose. The The Bees... They had the best fucking record in the in the NHL. I think a record. Mm-hmm. NHL record sixty five. But you get to the playoffs, and they lost first round. So if our Red Sox, if our Red Sox make it to the playoffs, the regular season record is off the books. Regular season averages, ERAs, WHIPs. All that shit means nothing. Mm-hmm. You get me to the fucking dance, and you got a chance. This is heartbreaking for the city of Boston. It just is. And if I was in Boston right now, I'd be shooting a gun off the bridge. Um, <laughs> All I know is the Celtics better. They almost the Celtics almost did it too. The Celtics better plow through the fucking Sixers. They better plow through the Heat, and they better plow through the Warriors or whoever's in the West. Because I I need it. I need it. I need a parade. I need a parade. You're you're gonna get a parade. It's gonna be in those. It's gonna be with with the Red Sox. It just is. I hope so. so I hope so, dude. I, I I apologize for rambling on. You are all good, this. man. Talk as much as you like. Oh, Justin's but got his hand up, I think. Oh, what's He's, up, Justin? Justin, I think Justin has his, something to say about what? The Bruins? Yesterday, bullpen meltdown needs to to happen for Alex Cora to wake up. But other than that, we're vibing this weekend. I agree. I think it's good now that K- I, I like Caleb Ward. I think he still has some potential, but he need, he's not getting now. When James Paxton comes back, does that mean bye-bye Brazier? We'll have to see. If Brazier's gone and he's gone, we might be on to something here. I mean, Kenley Jansen's been lights out this year. I mean, gave up his first run like yesterday, but he's still amazing. Six, seven saves. He was lights out. I mean, Chris Martin's been good. It's good to have him back in that bullpen. I mean, there's been this um, Bernardino guy's amazing, too. The lefty they just added. We needed another lefty in the bullpen. He's been amazing. John Winkowski in that bullpen great he's been amazing too and then also john schreiber amazing like the bullpen that was the main focus in the offseason 29th bullpen ranked last season coming out now is like a top five bullpen in baseball it's amazing to see so uh so first i have a question mm-hmm. for justin is it justin or jut what do you prefer to be called 
I think Justin. Justin? No. no? Judd? Judd? No. Okay. Judd. Okay. Because I don't want to fucking call you the wrong thing, dude. Because I don't want you to come and kick my ass. I'm old and weak, mm-hmm. and I don't need any more enemies. I need friends. All right. So yeah. here, here's here's my take on, on that. So ultimately, Dylan, if we can get to the dance, if we can get to the playoffs, all bets are off. The regular season doesn't mean shit. You look at the uh, 2021 Braves. I think they won 89 games, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think so. And also, they did it without uh, Acuna. I mean, Acuna, who just got fucking railed in right field when he blew his ACL. So the bottom line is this: Are the Red Sox a playoff team? Debatable, subjective at best. Yeah. Do I think they're a playoff team? Fuck yeah, I do. And. <clears throat> I, yep. I would rather have a ragtag bunch of rejects like me to go to war than a bunch of high-priced fucking morons like San Diego that aren't going to make it. You know, uh, San Diego and uh, Cohen, I think, it's, is it Cohen or is that the Mets? No, the Mets have the uh, $150 million over the, the luxury tax or whatever it is. How yeah. how the Mets doing, man? How the Mets doing? Let, I mean, you know, the Mets are doing pretty good right now. They have, I mean, Justin Verlander's coming back. I mean, who else do they have? Uh, P. Alonso's still doing his own thing in New York. I mean, the better thing about it, because the Mets are doing way better than the New York Yankees right now, which I'm super happy about as a Red Sox fan. So, I'm, I, I, listen, I like the Mets. They're like a top, my top three favorite team right now in, in MLB, but... It is what it is, but I'm just happy for the Mets, honestly. For Pete Alonso, Justin Verlander. I know Justin Verlander, they signed for two years. Um, I don't know what anyone else is. I know we, we heard about Edwin Diaz in the WBC 20 days yeah. ago. I hope he's, hope he's, hope he's doing uh, okay. Um, Rob, uh, what do you uh, think, Chief? You're muted, we by talk, the way. We talking to me or Rob? Rob. Oh, guys, sorry. What happened? I was talking this whole time. We were um, talking about the Mets, and then we just like. Oh, the Mets! I think the Mets are doing okay this year. They're in second place in the East right now. Them and the Braves are like neck and neck. I feel like I like the New York Mets. I think the Mets are a good team. Um, they they. I mean, Steve Cohen is just the imposition of. It doesn't matter how much money you have, just spend it. It shows you investing in a, a product that's something that is going to be great for a man, a city. I mean, you see it all the time with the. I mean, they went out, got Lindor. They didn't stop there. They got Starling Marte. They ended up getting Verlander guys, Kodai Senga guys that you can build a roster around, Max Scherzer. And it just shows you, yeah, you can build this all-star team. I mean, last year it didn't show really because they did lose in the first, that, like you said, have an amazing season, and then they choke. Um, it just goes to show you, you I mean, it's relating back to the Bruins, obviously, but um, it just goes to show you that, like, no matter how good you have of a regular season, doesn't matter in the playoffs, but it. But what Steve Cohen is doing, he's building a better brand of baseball in New York. He's showing people that hey, you can spend the money if you love something. You gotta invest in it in order to grow. I mean, look at the Oakland A's now; they're moving out to Vegas, which is gonna be better for. I think it's a good move for Major League Baseball, not for the Athletics fans, unfortunately, who live in Oakland because they're not getting the chance to see a team they grew up with. But it's good for baseball fans. It's good for people who bet because it's in Vegas. 
Vegas is a betting town. Major League Baseball will make a shit ton of money with it being yes. in Vegas. I mean, yeah. look at how the Raiders, they move from Oakland to Vegas, and it's been a good move for the NHL. I almost said NHL. NFL. And it's just been great. And I think the Mets are great. I think the Red Sox, like, yeah, they're not. They're they're spending money. They're not, not spending money. They're spending money selectively. But if you go out in the offseason, you see a guy like Shohei mm-hmm. Otani on, in free agency and never know Bloom if he's still on that team, you give him the green light. I think he opens his checkbook for a guy like Otani, other guys who are free agents, maybe even like an Aaron Nola that build that rotation up. This team, if you get Otani, the market in Boston, you saw how it was after that series. I got to see Otani a trial play in person too, which was crazy on that. It's like – it's like if you're a child saying you see Barry Bonds play in person or seeing Willie Mays, it's like seeing your best, the best player in baseball play. It's crazy. Um, but the line outside of Fenway, it was a swarm just to see Otani and Trout. If you get Otani in Boston, you know how good that marketing will be? Him and Yoshida together. Oh, oh my God. Him in one of the most historic places. I mean, everybody knows that Babe Ruth came and played in Boston. It's like having Babe Ruth 2.0 in Boston. It's like it, it would be a perfect story. You can like market it and it, it, just, it would just be great. If, if I may interject, um, I, I love your thought process. I do. Uh, I don't think Otani is a real player for the Boston market, though I would love him there. I, I think Otani is either going to be reserved in Anaheim at a ridiculous price point, which will be detriment to his career because he's never going to win a World Series there. Or he's mm-hmm. going to go to someplace like the Mets or the uh, to the Yankees, and I don't and I don't think he'll I, I don't think he'll win with the Yankees either. I just don't think they have a good I don't think they have a good model right now. I just don't. They've got a lot of money invested in a few players. It just doesn't give them a lot of flexibility and few. So I was talking to a friend of mine that lives in Boston, um, and we were talking about Otani. So Otani is a weird free agent. He's a weird free agent because you have a tier one pitcher and a tier one hitter. So in one person. Mm-hmm. And you have to look at that and go, okay, what does that mean economically? So look at somebody like Justin Verlander, Max Scherzer. I think they're in the 40 to $45 million range a year, something like that, something asinine. And then you have uh, my uh, Aaron Judge at 40, 39 to 40 million a year. But yeah. you look at Otani, and he's like, he's like Max Scherzer, DeGrom, with a splash of Mike Trout and Aaron Judge. How do you pay that? How do you? How does that set the market? So when I was talking to this person who lives in Boston, he was a scout for the Red Sox. I won't, you know, out him on this platform because he asked me not to ever talk about him publicly. So when we were going back and forth about him being a a scout, he says, how do you price that? And I said, well, you know, Tony's looking at probably realistically 40 to 50 million a year. And he says, you think? Or do you think 60 to 65? And I was like, well, why would you say 60 to 65? And then he went into this breakdown of, all right, so he's a tier one pitcher, right? A number one starter, legitimately a number one. 
but he's also a number four hitter mm-hmm. with 30 to 40 home run pop, 90 mm-hmm. to 110 plus RBIs. How do you price that? And I said, dude, you're right. I, I didn't think about that. And he says, so why not 70 million a year? And I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, dude. And I was like, well, how? I was like, seven the at 10 seven hundred million dollars for one player and he says so why is that so ridiculous when you have someone that we haven't seen since babe ruth yeah because babe ruth won 66 games is a left-handed starter he had 714 home runs as a left-handed hitter but he stopped being a pitcher when he went to the Yankees after the Orioles and Red Sox. He was a he was a minor leaguer for five months. Five months with the Orioles, went on to a World Series champion with the Red Sox, and then you know prodigious hitter with the Yankees. So we just don't know what the market is for somebody like that. But it shouldn't stop other teams, to include the Red Sox, from pursuing frontline starters, frontline hitters. Because you, Otani is a fucking unicorn, like a fable fuck creature that we've never seen before. And you guys are lucky to get to see it. I'm, I'm much older than you guys. Like, I'm legitimately old enough to be your father by a hot minute. I've seen multiple Hall of Famers. Tom Glavin, Greg Maddox, Ryan Sandberg. You just, I mean, it just goes on and on and on. But Hall of Famers are getting few and far in between. Otani is a legitimate two-way Hall of Famer right now. Now, he could fuck off and bust and not do well moving forward, but I just don't, I don't see it. But the market is different for him. The market is different for him. For him. And I don't think the current Fenway Sports Group sees him as a viable option for the team. I, I, I have to say this. Having run a, a business for the last decade and just recently opened a new business, I understand business models, business practices, and, and, and certain, certain things as it pertains to price points and financial markers. I don't know what Hein Bloom and John Henry are trying to do. I, I just don't. I, it doesn't make sense for the market. So for me, Otani is not someone that we realistically need to look at. We need to realistically look at uh, a two-three guy because we have, I think, Chris Hill on the books for another two two seasons. Twenty twenty, I think twenty-five is his last year on his current uh, mm-hmm. current contract. I think this um, is last year is on his contract. So is this the last year? Yes, I think so. I think this year or next year is his last year of his contract. I want to say it's twenty five, but I may be wrong. But I'm also remember I'm the village idiot with a great beard. Um, I I just don't know where the socks go from here. I I'm curious from a just an abstract point of view. I I don't. I, I think Mayor Marcelo Mayor is the truth. I think that fucking kid is going to be awesome because he's doing 
really well. I was so surprised we, when we got him in the draft. And I really think that ownership were banking on him in late 23, early 24. And that's why they really did not pursue Xander the way they mm-hmm. probably should have. But I, I said this from the jump. I said this from the fucking jump. And you can chuck with my cohorts on uh, my uh, little tiny podcast that I have and my little Twitter fucking following. I said Xander was six and 160. And that's what the Sox offered him, which is what they should have, because that would have been a bridge to Mayer. And I really think Mayer is going to be good. I'm so glad they locked up Devers. I don't know where we're at with uh, second with story because he, you know, injury prone. We don't know. We got a glimpse for about, what was it? 13 weeks. He was like a Mm -hmm. video game cheat code, which was fucking awesome. And then he fell off the table and then he got hurt. But here, here's the thing, gentlemen, here, here's the thing. The Red Sox have all the money to spend. Does that, necessarily bring a World Series team. So look at 2004. Look at 2007. Look at 13. Look at 18. And the business model that went into it on 28, the last World Series team, 2018, who was the biggest contract signing? That was J.D. Martinez, right? Mm-hmm. Five and 110. But who do we have on that team? We had Rafi. We had Xander. Uh, we had, we got a good trade piece in Stephen Pierce. I got a, a World Series uh, bobblehead over here. Uh, you had Vasquez. We traded, which I don't understand that trade. We so, had go Mookie Betts. Mookie was, Betty but Mookie Mookie did not Marcus. do that. Mookie did not. He did not do that good in the ALCS and World Series. Marcus never does good in the playoffs. He had one home. He had, I think, he had two hundred and one home run in the World Series. Mm-hmm. But still, still, generational player, generational. I get it. I fucking get it. But my point of contention has always been, gentlemen, and you can prove me wrong, and I hope you do, because I'm an idiot. I'm a fucking idiot with a great beard and almost no hair. Um, when you have a 40-man roster, 30 teams, that's 1,200 humans that can potentially play baseball at the highest level in the world. And there's 8 billion fucking people, and you've got 1,200. Should you not expect them to perform at a level that is indicative of that type of representation to the population? And my answer is yes. You should fucking figure it out. So I, I, I came from a very specific background in law enforcement, military, and the private sector. You're only as good as that person to the left and to the right of you. No matter what, no matter how good their training is, you're only as good as they are in the field. So theory is awesome. I had this conversation with an academic yesterday, and it made my head hurt. Uh, and I won't go into a uh, dissertation about this conversation with this academic, but he's a PhD, MD, a JD, which is a, also a lawyer. And this fucking dude made my head hurt because I was trying to explain to him is that 
regardless of your educational acumen, is that theory is great until you get to the field. And theory is often disproven in the field and you have to adapt and overcome. And that's what this team needs to do is they need to reevaluate, recalibrate, re-engage, and attack and see what the fuck happened. And I don't give a shit what your payroll is. What I care is, is that you can effectively play professional baseball at a level that gives you a chance to win. Because even like Cora said it uh, two days ago, I, I was watching an interview with him. He says, we're not a home run team. We're a run scoring team. And I agree with that. You know, fuck if you hit a home run or not. Home runs are cool. Chicks dig home runs. But runs win baseball games. Yeah. Solid bullpen wins baseball games. Oh, I think Justin wants to give something. Come it on, baby. Bring right. it here. Also, guys, the fade lines curse is a real thing. The Jays are coming to Fenway. That, oh. Oh, I'll put it back up, Justin. Put it back, back up, Justin. Justin. The Jays are coming to Fenway this week. If I if I if if I were you, I would stock up on heart pills. We can lose this some. <laughs> we could lose the season and getting a may really good spot. Let's ride. I'm going to bed. Got work tomorrow. Oh man, Justin's leaving us. Well, it's just us three. We'll hold it down. We'll hold All it right. down for you, love Justin. You, Justin. Hey man, don't make fun of my bad heart, Cameron. I love you, <laughs> Justin. So good to see you. Thank you for the invite, man. I appreciate you, bro. All right. Dude. Love you, Justin. Good night, you handsome devil. We love you, Justin, dude. Bye. Peace out, Justin. We you love you, it, dude. My man. All right, so oh. should I start with my prediction? What was my thoughts about the, the series now? Yeah, let's hear your thoughts about the Guardian series, and then I'll put my two cents in, and we'll talk about I the think, Blue Jay series. Listen. The Guardians are still a good team either way. Yes, they're like two games up at 500. They're like below 500 right now at the moment. If I think about Jose Ramirez. That dude's still a freaking beast, dude. That dude's he is nuts, but in a good way. But they can still hit the ball either way. But even though he still won the series, uh, but how about this man in the back, the pubic face of the century, Alex Verdugo, man? Like this dude. I already talked to Rob about this last episode. Mr. Taylor, what would you give this man? How many years and how much money you're going to give him if you're in Heim Bloom's shoes right now? I mean, uh, I, I don't know if you've seen my Twitter feed, but his brother, Chris Verdugo, has donned me the uh, president of the Verdugo family uh, fan club. And uh, I, I'm a huge Doogie fan. Huge Doogie fan. I think he has unbelievable upside if i had to put a dollar amount on it right now i'm at five and a hundred and i think he takes five and a hundred i've seen on the platform over the last couple of days 595 597 you know rounded up to 100 five and a hundred over the uh he's 26 i think i think he's going into his 27 year season 
Mm-hmm. Uh, do I think it's a good investment for the, for the Red Sox? So Absolutely. what has he done? So a lot of people talk shit about his uh, 2022 season. He fucking hit 280. 280. 11 home runs and I think 70 RBIs, give or take. Which was second on the team behind Xander. And Xander got 11 and 280 from the Padres. So fuck off. I think Doogie is worth every bit. Buy back his last, I think it's one year of arbitration. I think 24 is arbitration. Buy back one year, five and a hundred. And let this fucking kid just relax. Because he's, he obviously can play in Boston. He just, he just can. He's got a great, he, he's got a great demeanor. He's got a great stroke uh, for the monster. I mean, he fucking hit a piss missile today around the pesky pole. So give this fucking kid some comfort and give him an extension. I mean, you gave Yoshida five and 90, right? Mm-hmm. I think it was one, I think it was 115 total with the posting fee or 110 with the posting fee. Yoshida's doing great. So if you got a base of Yoshida, Doogie, and is that bad? The answer is no. It just isn't. He's doing great in right field. He's made some great plays. He obviously can get the ball to all fields because all four of his home runs have been to uh, right field. He's peppered the monster. He's hitting over 300. He He's defensively doing fantastic. You got him, Yoshida, uh, Devers at third, who's just fucking a video game cheat code with the home runs. Yeah, uh, I love it. Mm-hmm. It's just insane. It's just and also, insane. I also, I just want to say one thing about Yoshida's contract. People are saying that we overpaid him, which I kind of don't, I disagree on that because what he's doing right now, he's on like a nine-game hitting streak. It's, he's just insane. He's macho man. Like what Rob, me and Rob said about macho, it at the beginning of the episode. Macho man. man. He is that guy. If you have never heard of that song, it's, a, it's just man. such a good song. But yo, I want to talk about someone. And also, I want to talk about someone that surprised me the most. How about Connor Wong, dude? This put some fucking respect on that on little Connor. And listen, I, Mr. Taylor, I was hating on him a little bit at the beginning of the season, but hear me out. How dare you? I did give How him, dare you, I, sir? And also, I gave him another shot. I was like, I'll give him like ten games, and guess what? He's been doing pretty amazing so far. Because you know what, defense wins championships, right? And guess what? He's been doing it, and I'm so freaking happy for this man. I know Reese's Pieces, he's been on and off recently. Just Rafi is on a slump recently. He's, what, what is he batting, like a 236? It's just, it's so, just not, this is not Rafi. This is not Rafi that we see. But hopefully, well, we know we're in the beginning of the season right now, but hopefully we could still continue, like, what we see from Rafi, like, probably in May, June, July, and August. And also... And I, I, also, I guys, I want to apologize if I seem out of it. I have my phone blowing up when everybody's coming under my DMs talking about the Bruins. So I'm, I'm like trying to multitask. But I, I think also, people know I'm more of a baseball fan, but it still hurts. And also, but by the way, about Yu Chang, he's, 
what was the injury, by the way, Rob? Was it like a freaking something with his wrist? It was kind of similar to um, what Adam Duvall did. It was like a little bit of his upper wrist. But um, Yu Chang, I'm not too... I mean, he was starting to heat up a little bit. I'm not too worried about you missing Yu Chang because he got... I mean, I preferred Valdez over Yu Chang just because of his yeah. bat. I mean, Valdez, I think second base, you can kind of hide the glove a little bit just because I've been better than shortstop or third base where you need to have a better glove. Um, second base, you can kind of get away with it because it's a short throw. But I like if his bat, his bat's been amazing. Like like you said, his bat hit one Soto 1.5. I mean, his plate approach is great. He has that similar batting stance. He hit good lifts the ball a lot. He's been really good. A guy that I really want to see get into it because I really, I really want, I think, I'm scared to say if he continues to perform the way he's performing right now, he might be a bench player or a backup first baseman. That's Tristan Casas, dude. I mean, if oh, okay. you're not going to bench. Listen, if you bring back Adam Duvall and he continues to hit the way he did before his injury, you, you're you not going to take Justin Turner out if Justin Turner's raking the way he is right now, too. I mean, Tristan Casas, you got to look at it. You got to put him as a backup first baseman if Justin Turner's there. And then you got Adam Duvall back. That means you put Adam Duvall at your DH. You get Story back. What does that mean? Oh, you get, you got to take one of these guys out, but you're not going to take this guy out. Kike, you can't take Kike out the lineup, but Kike is no. doing good. So it's just one of those things. And Mondesi, too. Mondesi comes back deep. People forget we got Mondesi, Duvall, Story. And then for pitching, we got Paxton coming back. Yeah. We got a lot of guys coming back. So and this also, team, bro, they don't even have full strength. And people, all these Yankee fans are saying, oh, we're injured. We're injured, too. So you cannot be talking either. It's just like, yeah, you lost Aaron Judge, you lost Stain. I mean, like, I don't give a shit. Like, dude, we're injured as well. And also, by the way, I want to talk about someone that has been stepping up. Christian Arroyo, the hype man of yeah, the clubhouse. Yeah, Christian Arroyo's been bringing it back. I love Christian Arroyo, and I will always also, say this. I've always loved I always him say because this of every, what he did. Rob, how many times I always say I love how much I love about Christian Arroyo? Always about in the clubhouse, who always stays positive and also keeps always keeps your head up no matter what. And that's a great team play. And also, this remember is... a couple of years ago, we we signed Trevor Story, and he said this to Bloom. I'll be wherever you want to be. I'll be at first, second, doesn't even matter. And he mm-hmm. can still do it. It's just, I'm just so happy for this man. I just, I would love to have a world for God knows how long. But I would love to everything in my power to see Oreo for another year or two in Boston. It's just I like, really love Christian Oreo. I think he's amazing. And I, I sometimes, yeah, you got to be harsh on them because if they don't perform. But Christian Oreo is a guy that is the spark plug of the Red Sox. I mean, he's one of those guys. He's a team player, like you said. And like I said before, too, in earlier ones, he took. His, he was a starting second baseman in 2021. He took a position change wherever it meant to play on this team in order for this to have re-signed Trevor or to sign Trevor Story. Now, this is the situation where we're entering this year where we we had a question. Is Trevor Story, where you guys think, I think Trevor Story plays second base this year. I don't think he goes to shortstop. I think that's Mondesi because he's the better defender if he comes back. But I honestly feel like stories, I think we need a lot. This is one of those things where you need two. It's like they said, Will Middlebrooks, one of my favorite Red Sox from 2013, done one of these things on his podcast a couple months ago and it when the Red Sox were in the standard Bogart situation. It really made me open my eyes. It makes you think. With this new shift being banned, you need two guys. You need two shortstops, and that's what the Boston Red Sox had at the time because you need range in the infield. If you yeah. have Trevor Story at second base or shortstop, I feel like Mondesi is a better defender than Story. They're very, very close. Both are good defenders, but I feel like yeah. Trevor Story, especially with his arm, having arm surgery. I mean, with Mondesi, it's just, you know, 
his ACL. I mean, he'll be back at full strength soon. I mean, he's got a good cannon of an arm. You put Story at second base, he's got the range, and I mean, you won't put as much stress on his arm at second base. You got probably one of the best defensive middle infields in baseball. Two amazing gloves, and that really helps you out. Defense wins championships, like you said, Harrison, yeah. earlier, and I feel like that will really help us out. I mean, Rafi's been showing that really good with the glove. He's been improving with the glove at third base. I mean, we obviously we don't the first base. It doesn't really matter. You can hide. You can put anybody at first base. Honestly, I mean, look at the experiment: like, Cordero, Schwarber, a couple years ago. I mean, I'm we didn't have a gold glove first Schwarber. baseman since Why did he Mitch Moreland. So. Why did he let Schwarber go? That was like the number one thing. But Bobby well, Dahlbeck, he was just ass. I feel like, like Dahlbeck is Dahlbeck's got to figure it Dahlbeck, out. Dahlbeck, but like swing and miss Bobby D when he swing, it's when he's up at bat, he it's swings gonna be one and of those situations with um with Dahlbeck, kind of like Andrew Benintendi, where it's like he had a lot of high. I mean, not, Benintendi was great for the Red Sox, by the way. He's not saying anything. He but just had a, a guy who has a lot team. of high potential and like has a lot of hype behind him and like his yeah. next big thing, and then doesn't perform to where he was because, I mean, people had Andrew Benatendi as the next Ted Williams, and obviously it's kind of funny. He didn't perform. He didn't hit as well until he left and went to Kansas City. When he went to Kansas City, he was hitting like Ted Williams, spraying the ball, playing the ball. I feel like he was great, though, in the playoffs. He, the spotlights on Andrew Benatendi did great. I feel like it's yeah. some of those things where there are a lot of, like, it's it's just like one of those things. Like you, I feel like these people always think that, like, Certain players, they're hyped up to be amazing, and then when it comes down to it, it's they're not as cracked out as we. I, you still love them. You have a soft spot for them because you want to see them oh, succeed. Yeah. But with JBJ, they're not as obviously. they're not JBJ same. I love Jackie Bradley, amazing person, but it's just like uh, no. He, and also, can I, let me say something. Mm-hmm. We just like so many like when Heimbloom did in 2021. We mm-hmm. had Bogey, we had Rafi, we had JD, we had Doogie, we had Kike. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have Vasquez, and also we have. A good, solid, I mean, Kevin Pilecki, he was just, he was so good with us. And then in 2021, it's just now he's with the minors. With, I just feel like I kind of regret DFAing Pilecki because he's just, like, he was so freaking good. And also, trading Hunter Renfro and getting Kyle Schwarber, that was like a dream team like that. That, that You could do something with this. it. It was like freaking flag football. You could pick your team captain. But no, but Heimbloom wants to be like Heimbloom, just signing Yuchan, getting JBJ back, which I won't mind. I mean, I didn't mind JBJ, but like, you know, like defense with championships, but like Hunter Renfro was the better hitter than JBJ. But if you have to pick defense between Hunter Renfro or JBJ, it's so close, dude. But like, it's got to be JBJ, but like, would you rather, okay, let me ask you a question, Rob. Who would you rather have, a guy who hits or a guy who plays defense? Honestly, a guy who can do both, but if I had to choose one, a guy who can hit because you need to score a lot of runs in a game of baseball in order to win. I feel like that's one thing that a lot of people take away. Defensive defensive stats are amazing. Like I love seeing the goal. I love seeing people flash the leather, and Jackie Bradley Jr. was a guy who perfected playing center field at Fenway Park, and that's how I, um, I always tell people that's how I remember Jackie Bradley Jr. He was one of the best defensive center fielders the Red Sox have had in a very long time, if not possibly, I'm not going to say all time, but he's definitely up there as one of the better defenders. Hey guys, I, uh, I've got to take a call here in about five mm-hmm. minutes from my graphic designer in Venezuela. Okay. So Ooh. I love talking to you guys, but he, he makes me you, money. 
<laughs> I mean, okay, hey, we're almost done. Well, I think we're, we're going to be almost done after this. So, so my Jays preview. So basically, so we got a four-team series. So we have no, I have no particular order of the pitching rotation. So it'd be Klubot tomorrow. It could be Bayo, Viper, and also Tanner Houck. Mm-hmm. So, I think we split. Um, I am. Um, I think we split. You know I think about the Blue Jays. You know I think about Kevin Galvin. With that is just so insane. The dude is. All right, he's twenty-seven points something. in fantasy. Twenty-seven points. The, the last time the Red Sox played the Blue Jays at Fenway Park, I was at the game where the Red Sox lost twenty-eight to five. I do not think the Red Sox hey, are going to give up twenty-eight runs anymore. So that that I can confirm dude. that we don't have that kind of bullpen anymore. I got to see the most runs scored in Blue Jays history, red, most runs given up by Red Sox in Red Sox history, most hit. I saw a crazy game. Um, but I just want – I think the Red Sox – You know what's a funny I mean, thing? We're not going to go People talk about that. Anymore. People have been talking about it 28 to 5. And they talked about last year and not talked about this year. And I said, you know what? If you like talk about last year, how about you got swept by the Houston Astros? If so the Red like, Sox can do what they can to knock the Blue Jays down a little bit in the division, it's a four-game set. If we win two – that's great. If we split it, that's good. If we can win the series and take three, I, I think we're going to split. I agree with you, Harrison. I think we could take two out of four. If not three, I think we could possibly win the series if we if we can get – we just need – I mean, our bullpen, Brian Brazier. We Just don't bring in Ryan Brazier and we'll be okay because that's, that's what's been costing us games. Our lineup needs to hit. They need to stay consistent. If they can stay consistent, we'll be okay. Oh, Mr. Taylor, what do you think about the, the preview of the Blue Jays and also the Red Sox game tomorrow through, uh, what is it? Thursday. Thursday. I mean, the bottom line is this with this team, in my opinion. It, it, it's predicated on their starting pitching. Our starting pitching needs to go 5-plus uh, and not give up 5-plus mm-hmm. runs. Our, our bullpen has been okay. Uh, Ryan Brazier can go get fucked. Uh, um, Grew. From the Pacific, they will me. Ort needs to refine his craft in AAA before we give him another shot. Yeah, I think we're I think we're a scrappy team. I think we're a team of doubles. I think we're a team of uh, coming from behind like we have. Yes, but the bottom line is this: I we're we're not going to impress the world with our starting five if they can't figure it out. Today was a good start for Chris Sale. I get it. Yeah. Super fucking excited. Yes. I drank three beers watching him um, <laughs> do well. I was so excited. Yeah. Uh, but I was very cautious when the bullpen took over. But that's that's every team. So the Sox have moxie. The Sox have the ability to win. It's just what are we willing to do to get to the next plateau? So everybody's calling for the head of Bloom. Everybody's calling for the head of Alex Cora. And that's just bad practice. The practice should be is put the pressure back on the players because if the players don't perform, then your analytics mean nothing. So the bottom line is this, in my humble opinion, and I'm the village idiot is that if your if your players don't perform to their standard then you have no standard and it's really hard to defend standard when everybody is not performing to their level of expectation or their level of performance 
So if you press someone to do something they're not able to, then you're setting yourself up for failure as a leader. Do not mm -hmm. ask someone to do something that's out of their scope of capability. If you use them to the best of their ability and then backfill, that's a good manager. I think Cora has made some really unique decisions based upon the uh, available uh, players to him. Mm -hmm. But I also think that Heim Bloom has made some decisions that are less than ideal based upon my limited experience following the team. And I'm, like I said, I'm the village idiot. Nobody should listen to me. But I've done some shit in my career where you have to do some advanced analytics. And if you don't, people die. <laughs> so I'm just kind of looking at this going from that mindset going, hey, man, probably not the best thing to do. But I also don't have um, the acumen they do. I don't have the uh, intel that they do. So I'm a novice, just like we all are. None of us legitimately work for the Red Sox in a capacity that makes a difference. I just want the team to do well. I want the players to do well. I don't give a fuck what their name is. I don't care what their number is. I don't care what their contract is. I just want the team to do well to win, whatever that means. And so do I care about the division? No, we won the division in what? 2018 was the last uh, time we won. No, we, we, we won. The, I think we won in 16, 17, 18. 16, 17, 18. Mm -hmm. 18 was an anomaly. They were like a fucking. Cheap it was a unit. 18, 18 was weird. It was just. It was just awesome to see. But we won the division in 16 and 17. And what happened? We lost in the first round. I think both years against Houston, uh, in the LDS, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But just get me to the fucking dance. Get me to the playoffs. Fuck your regular season schedule. Fuck your record. Fuck your statistics. Get me to the dance and let's fucking fight. I I just want a team that's going to fight at the right moment. And I think this team can. I think, I think this team is a team. But the team is defined by the individual that helps you achieve the overall team goal. And we've had some adversity in the first month, but we're finishing April above 500. Well done. Nobody thought we would be there. But May's a new month. Monday's a new day. Tomorrow's not promised. I, I hate people that are arbitrarily negative to be negative, get out of my fucking foxhole. I, I, I don't want you to be there with me to root for the team. I don't want to hear, oh, yeah, we won too, but fuck, we, we, you know, we're going to lose there. Fuck you, you motherfucker. Mm -hmm. uh, and also, by the way, baseball's, I already talked to Rob about it, baseball's all about chapters. So right now, 16 games each. So right now we went 8-8. Eight eight. It could have been worse. Could be bad. So right now we're set at six. So right now we have what? Seven plus six is fourteen, right? Is it thirteen? Seven plus six is thirteen. 
it was it so remember the uh, vegas odds it put this team at 77. yeah i think that's inaccurate so last year i think we won 78 to 79 games plus or minus one yeah and we blew we blew 28 games because we didn't have a closer so if you take half of that 14 add it to what we won you're 91 to 91 team 91 to 92 team wing team is that out of the possibility it's not it just isn't so anybody says oh the yankee the blue fuck all of them yeah with the biggest dick available just give me a chance give me a chance to fight so yeah. to give you a, a really weird example, the biggest guy I fought in the field was six five three fifty. I'm five foot ten and a hundred and seventy five pounds on a good day. Oh nice, same height. I I should have been decimated by this guy. But when I got there, my first thought was I'm going home and you're going to jail. <laughs> so you got to have that mentality. It's the mentality. It's not necessarily the the skill set. It's the mentality that accompanies the skill set. And I think with yeah. these fucking players that they have, they have the ability to make the two work well together. We're not the best skill set, but we can have the best mentality. And between the two, we can be an 86 to 88 win team, get us to the playoffs with a wild card, Let's see what fucking happens from there. And I mean, if anybody says, oh, we need to be 160 or 100 win plus man, shut the fuck up. I mean, just shut the fuck up. Look at the Yankees over the last several years. They've been 90 plus wins, 100 plus wins, and got what? The biggest dick. And And they get owned by the Houston Astros every year. Correct. I just get me to the dance. Give me a chance to fight. I just I don't. I know I it's don't. Just like you want to see you you want. It's like you you're grabbing something that you want to have, and you see it. You see the light, and you want to get it. And that's that's why I feel the same way. I last year we owned the Houston Astros. Last year we demolished them, and I swear that team stayed healthy. And we were in the playoffs in the wild card. I felt like we could beat the Yankees and beat the Houston Astros and make and probably make that. In last year, probably not. Uh, twenty twenty one, I, I could so, agree with twenty twenty one with the Red so Sox. Let me, so let me ask you two youngins this question: From mm-hmm. an old man to two young bucks that are much better looking with better hair, <laughs> better beard, maybe with Rob. No, Harrison, 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 you need to work work it out. I but know, here's I the bottom know. line. From an old guy that's an instructor, let me say this: You get me to the finish line. Do mm-hmm. you not think you have a chance, no differently than anyone else, that makes that finish line, regardless of what transpires? Because oh, if you're there, if you're there equally at the finish line, it's a matter of drive. So, I, I for everyone that's going to watch this beautiful podcast. Uh, and everyone should because these guys are phenomenal humans. 
I will never say that I, you, bro. I will never say I trained with the Navy SEALs. I will always say those fuckers yelled at me. <laughs> so when I was there, they only made sure that we had the drive to live. That was it. it. You didn't have to be the biggest, the strongest, the tallest, the best trained. It was just your desire. What was your mindset? It had not, dude, I have, I'll say this. I'll put my resume on the line for anyone to, 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 to look at. I have been yelled at by SEALs, Rangers, Delta, all these fucking people. And all of them would agree with me. It's about your mindset. What is your level of comfort and what are you willing to do? What are you willing to sacrifice to get to that, to that, that final moment? Whatever, that, whatever your goal is, what are you willing to do? And I will say this. I think this team has those kinds of players. Ruff Snyder, he comes from an adoptive family from Korea, so he's got all the odds against him. Verdugo was traded from the Dodgers to the Red Sox because of bets, and he was a highly touted prospect for the team. JT, World Series pedigree from the Dodgers and Mets, well, not the Mets, but the Dodgers, and he's now our DH first baseman, third baseman. Rafi Devers, fucking, we gave him three hundred a million American dollars. You've yep. got Yoshida, who's a fucking stud. You've got fucking Duran, who's killing the fucking ball. And you I got am so proud Sell. of that man. He, I'm so proud of Duran. You got Sell, who looked legitimate today. You've got mm -hmm. Kluber, who's capable. You have Paxton coming back that had a great uh, day the against big Maple. Uh, the Big Maple. You've got Jansen, a true closer, Chris Martin. You've got fucking Winkowski, Schreiber. You go down the fucking list, you've got some fucking ponies. And anybody that says this team doesn't have a chance, you're just not fucking looking. And if you, you, you say this team don't look sucks, at it on paper. You know you how just, many Yankee fans been on me? 10,000. It just... It, it's just crazy to me. Just like you yeah, said this. You know what, little bro? How about you sit the fuck down and hope that we can go further than your ass? It. So, I, I, I will say this. You can spend all the money in the world and not win a world championship. Or you can properly put together a team that comes together at the right time to win that championship. The best units I've ever worked with in my career were a bunch of morons. I mean, just idiots from all different, all different ethnicities, all different educational levels, all different backgrounds. But in that moment, in that moment, guys, we were a team and we fucking killed it. And I, this Red Sox team has that opportunity and then I, I get, I get, I get the stress. I get the disbelief. I get it because this is the Red Sox. We should never be fighting for last place. But fuck off. The Mets 
spend all the money. Didn't do it. Yankees, the same. The Dodgers, the same. And it just, you've got 40 professionals. Give them a chance. Give them a fucking chance. As an instructor, my job is to instruct people to be successful to the best of their ability in their individual levels. And I think the Red Sox need that opportunity. Yeah. We're just to the first month of the season. And anybody that wants to give up on the team now, get the fuck off my dugboat. Get the straight, get the sh- straight the fuck off my dugboat. And, and listen, I just hate being a loser. No one wants to be a loser. Like, I'm a team no. player at the end of the day. No. I, I, I don't want to be a loser either, Harrison. And, Rob, I, I think you guys would agree. Uh, we come from a pedigree of winners. Winners. Mm-hmm. And we, Especially playing we, sports. We, expect them to win all the time. We can't win 160, 162 games. We just can't. Even no. if you play the MLB The Show, <laughs> you're not going to win under. I am an avid MLB The Show player. I am religiously. You just, you just, you just can't. I, 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 uh, I, you just can't. I'm sorry. You're going to win some. You're going to lose some. But at the end of the day, if you get to the dance, gentlemen, give this team a chance. And if you don't, go root for the fucking Angels or the Rays. Get out of Boston, because mm-hmm. I'm about to That's spend a million. I'm about to spend a million and a half dollars to move up there. Get the fuck out of my city that I'm about to go broke for. <laughs> the one thing I love about Boston is just like it's just the passion for sports teams is always going to be there, and I feel like especially like you said, once we get to the dance, you'll not count anybody out. Any team can win in the playoffs. The playoffs are a different beast. 2019, the Washington Nationals had a losing record entering the first what, month and a half of the season and look at them they won the world series that's one the 2004 red Sox down 3-0 in a C- alcs win the world series as a wild card team a lot of things is you can't count out these wild card teams they're gonna win games for you true story they're gonna hey, win brother, big things my airpods are dead my ipad <laughs> is dead my so i gotta sign the too. fuck off so I'm gonna I'm gonna so, I'm gonna sign so. off. Rob. Yeah, so basically, yes, yeah, Mr. Taylor, Harrison, thank you so much. Thank you, you so much, bro. Me. You are always welcome. I know it was a little late this time because obviously we were all catching up. But next time you come in, maybe next time you come in, we'll have Devin here. We're definitely gonna have Devin here next time. He's celebrating his birthday the right way. If you know, you know. So has to have some fun tonight. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for the invite, man. I appreciate you so much. You guys got great content. I'm sorry my equipment is about to fucking die on me, but you it's an honor to know worry. you guys. It's an honor to talk to you guys. Uh, you guys have unbelievably great content. I appreciate your time, but I'm literally about to fucking <laughs> die. Uh <laughs> We appreciate you so much, Taylor. We love you, bro. Obviously, whenever you get the chance, message us your thing. We can set up a little group chat, me, you, Justin Harrison, even separately just talk so we can keep up. I'm gonna te- I'm gonna text you I'm gonna DM you guys my mobile number. Uh mm-hmm. just do me a favor and don't put it in any bathroom walls because I don't want any fucking strings. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, we're not we're not in high school we're, anymore. We don't do those. No, we're not in high school. We're ch- we're chilling now. All right, guys. So good to see you, man. You guys look great. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. So You're looking I'm good, gonna, too, I'm, bro. Not bad for a guy that's almost 90, right? 
<laughs> I mean, hey, look at Sharp. All right, guys. I'll talk to you soon, man. I'm I'm going to sign off because it's about to die. Later. (laughs) No worries. We appreciate you. All right. So that's uh, the end of the podcast. My computer's about to die, too. I'm not going to lie. So we we were going to do a great challenge with Taylor. So So this is the end of the podcast with my host, Rob England, and also this guy, Harrison Berkowitz. Peace out. And I love that dirty wait, water. Wait, 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 Before we go, before we go, I just want to say thank you guys so much for listening. Justin is always here. Dev, Dev, if, you, if you're listening to this, obviously, happy birthday again. Everybody wish him a happy birthday. I know he's definitely appreciative for all the birthday wishes. Um, as always, guys, we want to take a huge shout-out to Taylor for coming on here. Taylor, we love you. We are always, you're always welcome to come on here and talk sports with us. Um, Harrison, amazing as always. Obviously, Justin is here too, but Justin had to leave because he got work in the morning. So he's going to upload this tomorrow. So when it's uploaded, you will see and hear this podcast on YouTube or in all the platforms or featured on Wisdom. And obviously, you guys can join my TikTok lives if you like the Red Sox and like baseball. You can join Harrison's TikTok lives if you like watching baseball and listening about baseball. Obviously, Dev and even Justin. We're going to get Justin to 1K. Trust me, Justin's got to get to 1K. And then we'll yeah. all go live. Fall Grandstand, follow Inside the Sox on Instagram, Twitter, both Grandstand Productions on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, same thing. Same thing for Inside yeah. the Sox, Twitter, Instagram. I, Instagram, I made it my personal my personal backup account, made it made it into an Inside the Sox, and it was the best choice. And then obviously, we got Twitter too. But as always, guys, from Inside the Sox podcast, from Rob Anglin, from Harrison Berkowitz, we are out. Peace, and as always, you know the saying, Harrison. We love that dirty water. Peace.